So um, today we're doing Chukas, we're doing Revi, the portion of Chukas. I'd like to tie in a little bit. Um, you know, the Rebbe always quoted the Shaloh, the Shaloh HaKodesh, that he said that although the Parshis uh, of the Torah, the way we read them, are not set up according to the time of the year. Generally speaking, the Parsha of the Torah, we read one Parsha after the other so that we can finish over the year, we finish the whole Torah. But why do we read a certain section at a certain time? It doesn't seem to have any reason, any rhyme. It doesn't have any particular reason. It's just one portion of the whole Torah. So by Simchas Torah, we can finish the Torah. But the Shalot, the Rebbe quotes all the time, says that the holidays that take place during a certain Parsha, we can always find a connection between the Parsha and that holiday that, took place, that takes place at that, thing, at that similar time. And um, so that's said about all Yom Tovim. But sometimes you have a local Yom Tov, you have a Yom Tov, you have a Bris Mila. And uh, those of us who had the opportunity to participate, not everybody here was there, but uh, most of us were there. Uh, that's a uh, Simcha. That's really a, uh, a Simcha. And uh, the Simcha is in basically uh, the way uh, those of us, you know, we're li- <laughs> Uh, people of the previous generation were also between Gimel and Yud Beis so which is also the Chagagula of the, the, the three Dikadebe and we know that uh, there were people that actually lived there at that time it's getting fewer and fewer the people that were actually in 1927 were actually that are alive now it's getting uh, a, lot, a lot less there's not that many so now it's people that knew people that lived in, in those days. So, like my father, Olva Shalom, and, um, and uh, also the, uh, the baby was named after Moshe Aaron uh, Geisinski, Olva Shalom, who was really a Yid and uh, uh, By today's standards, you know, uh, certainly, <laughs> not only Vidareisov, it was uh, even Vidareisov, he was a Tzadik. And, um, but those were people that uh, sort of um, went through uh, a lot of the difficulties of the hardships that the Jewish people experienced. That like today, we don't, we Baruch Hashem, we shouldn't know those tsarists, but the Yidden really had a lot of tsarists, you know, back in Europe and Russia and those uh, countries, the communities are there. So they had a lot of challenges, and that's why we celebrate the uh, Gimel Tamos and Yud Beis Tamos for the freedom, because they were imprisoned for the previous Rebbe, not for any violations of, uh, of, of, of tax evasion or things like that. The uh, crime was that he was from the Yiddish guy. But these were the people, and these are the real people, my father was home, and I know that um, they were um, very strong Yiddidis, and uh, and when you read today's Parsha, just to connect it to that, you know, it says that, uh, you know, uh, it says, Koyomar is speaking to the Melech Edom, but he says, so Moshe, Moshe says, Moshe says, he says, Koyomar Yisrael, ato yodata is kol hatlo Hashem you know, you know all the problems that we've had. You know, we've had a lot, a lot of troubles. I mean, the people came through a lot of, a lot of troubles. And, you know, our five, five parents went down to Mitzrayim. Those who uh, lived in Russia at that time, those are modern-day Mitzrayim. It, didn't, it wasn't called Mitzrayim. But, they sat there for many days. 
and their rights and their uh, abilities. They did it. They did bad to us, and they caused caused us love. And again, with Gimel Tamuz, we cried out to Hashem. The Malach was took us out of Mitzrayim. Eventually, the Freed Rebbe led the way, and the uh, a couple of hundred families, Lubavitch families at that time, had the uh, good fortune that they were able to live, leave, uh, leave Mitzrayim, leave Russia, leave that time. And now comes the new challenges because we come in this free country, so to speak, and in the free country we have we say Let's we want to go through in America. It's a year. It's opportunities, American learning. But we want to go through this land. We don't want any nishyonis. We don't want to, we're not going to go uh, in the places that we're not supposed to. Besoda, Bekerim, that's going to do. We're going to live a, a life of Torah mitzvahs, and the Torah mitzvahs. And you can say, I'm not going to let you go through my territory, which means I'm not going to let you go through like that without being scathed, without being done. So, which means, while we're in Golos still, and we're talking Arzar Vocha, we're begging the Ebrister, we're saying, to, that, that we want to be able to be safe. We want to raise our children to be Yidden, we want to raise them to be Chesidim, so we don't have the Mitzrayim, we don't have the oppression, but we have all other kinds of Nisyonis over here. We have all kinds of, of Soda, Vacherem, there is... Uh, there is temptations of all kinds of sorts of, of that grow things and beautiful things, and we're constantly challenged. How do we raise our children in a way that they should be uh, strong, that notwithstanding that, um, they should be able to be strong? So when you have, Baruch Hashem, you know, you have a family that is making a bris of a new child, and this is already... The fourth generation from the people, the baby is the fourth generation from the people that went through this Russian, uh, this Geula that we're talking about, and the fourth generation. And you see that the, the parents, the grandparents, and the great grandparents are the ones that went through. And we say that the Torah, that once you've gone through, so while Adam, uh, he says, no, you can't go through uh, the territory. So for us, in a way, it's a blessing that we pass through, but we don't get affected, we don't get impacted, we don't get uh, swayed by all the things of the world, all the opportunities. But we go on the way to Mitzrayim. In other words, we don't go through the easy way going through Edom and benefiting and doing that, we have to turn away. We're still going to march towards Israel. We're going to get there the right way, but we're going to get there unscathed without doing uh, anything to be upsetting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So I think it's a tremendous zuchus and a tremendous um, celebration to be able to see how the Mesiris Nefesh of the people, how much they had over there, back in Russia, how their mysterious nefesh paid off to see Kanain Hore, such a uh, celebration, and I'm sure that he'll be uh, living up to his 
to his namesake and um, and on our family WhatsApp, they asked what the name was, and uh, so right away, all Meshar, because they know this was Zaidi's all the children, the grandchildren were saying, I was Zaidi's favorite, <laughs> favorite uh, person. Another thing I remember, just to mention him, I remember I have a one time, I'm sure Rabbi Yosef Mamechutin knows, that he remembers these things a lot better than I do, but I remember but there was a, uh, I think it was a suggestion by his grandfather, if I'm not mistaken, I was the way I kid. I mean, I think that there was a suggestion to say, uh, somebody wanted to say that the Leib Sodis and the Shpoler Zayde was one of the same, was one of the same person. And Meshar uh, uh, um, Geisinski, who was an enical of the Shpoler Zayde, he took objection to that, if I'm not saying. I think he wrote to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe later on spoke by the Fabrengi about, about this Indian. I mean, the, the Rebbe spoke about this Indian, that it's not possible, I think, that, that actually, that the Leib Soros and, the, and the, some stories went, uh, went around about the same. They were both in the time, Chaverim of the Alta Rebbe, and the Tamidim of the, of the Magid of Mesrich, and they were in those times, and there was some sort of a con- confusion or not. I don't remember the Arichas. Maybe after Mairev, maybe we can ask the Rebbe, he knows the more the details. But I clearly remember that the Sharon was a major player over there, and um, uh, my father would pride himself that he used to teach him at some point, I'm not sure where, as they were running uh, from different places. So one time he was teaching, he said he was like uh, a great Talmud, it was a Talmud Amachim, he was like a, a student that teaches the river. So I want to take this opportunity to wish Rabbi Naftali and Chani really Mazel Tov and uh, continue to see much Yiddish Chassidishanachas from Mesha'aren, together from uh, Menachem Mendel and from Nochem. They all have beautiful names. You know, my father's name is there, but Ebba's name is there. <laughs> these are, I mean, not to compare, but I mean, but these are all relative to us. These are very great, great people, and now Mesha'aren. So we should uh, have lots of Nachas, Yiddish Nachas, and raise them. And take, uh, not to go, not besode, not bekerem, not, not the Allah you know, they're just going to play, go chukov, go in the straight, the statue without any uh, lingering on, any of to the side, just le'neilach, v'derech neilach, v'geit af'veg, le'nita yomin u'smoil. I think Adam doesn't want, Adam said, if you're going to come through my land, <laughs> even though Yidin said we're not going to go, it's a little bit reversed, but what I'm saying, the idea is, Yidin, we don't take, we go with the we think of the Meibe'er, even when we go through that, we did the Be'er Ma'im Chaim, the Be'er Shal Miriam, that's what we drink, that's our connection, that's the well, and that's what will keep us going. And, you know, with Gimel Tamas now, we certainly are hopeful that the Ebishter will uh, give us back the Rebbe, will be Zaycha, the Kimayir, Tchis HaMesim, and then we'll share the Kainu, Meher Yomeng. Hello? Who are you?